Number two is in the house, Marcus. That where we should. <laughs> We're two start. for two right now. We're ba- two for two right now. Baby boy, no. mini junior Timbuk Jason Diakiti. What do we got? Give me the whole yes. name, the first class, uh, everything. We don't know yet. I think you know uh, Solomon, Solomon, my grandfather's name, uh, my dad's dad. Yeah. I think that's gonna be in there somewhere, uh, and that's about what we have right now. Okay. For now, he goes by little brother or birdie because what you know he boy was born three weeks early yeah so he really caught us by surprise but the main thing and i mean you just you and maya and zion just went through this experience and you know i mean despite that we live in sweden it's got free health care like you live in the united states you have the uh you know privilege of having good health care available to you it's still like it's the most natural process but it's also a fragile process so i really was at you know going into this with the um just with the uh graviditet with the um pregnancy Mm -hmm. uh and just like man if you know kind of like uh an inshallah situation like god willing you know it's up to the universe if it's meant to be it's meant to be but thank God the boy was born, even though he was born three weeks early, doing well, Great. good weight. Yes. His mother, most important of all, his mother pulled through. She was a champion, hero, Absolutely. goddess, queen that gave yes. birth to this guy. And and she pulled through and everybody's doing, you know, everybody's doing as good as can be expected, which is not something I take for granted. And how's Maxie? How's she dealing with it? That's a whole different story. That's what I, that's, you know, that's one of the things I want to dive in uh, with you about. Because let's see here. Baby Grace was born, let's see here, 18th of January, yeah, 25th of 25th, January. Around, around that time, yeah. yeah. 25th, mm-hmm. right around there. A uh, little Aquarius. Uh, and we're trailing in here with the Aries. Yes. April 1st. April 1st, he popped out, man. It snowed in Stockholm mm-hmm. on the day he was born. Yes. That's like one of the names in my, in my, you know, Mayweather was one name I had in mind, mm. but, uh, you know, I didn't get that one, you know. It's always going to be some that you're not going to get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, most of the stuff I don't get. I just throw them out, you know. Yeah. I just, uh, I just offer them up, suggest Well, them. I'm going to call him but, Prince. Uh, I'm going to call him Prince because there is a beautiful Prince, Prince song. Sometimes exactly. it snows in April. So now I got my you name. You know, Marcus, it's so dope that you say that because I was saying to Amelie is like, you know, okay, Prince is kind of like, I have a few friends from, uh, you know, back south yeah. named Prince. They were all from Ghana, mm. by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out Ghana yeah, Massive, yeah. you know. Uh, but it, it's like a little stretch for me to name a kid Prince. And also, you know, like Roger uh, is not really a name that I'm like too drawn to either. But I would like to name him something kind of Prince-ish. But then you know? Nelson is right uh, there too. That's his, Nelson is there. That's that's kind of double meaning. It's both Prince and of course yeah. it's Mandela. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But that's a, but okay, Marcus. There is always so, there's always that line in the songs like springtime is always my favorite time of year, and for you now we will always be your favorite time of year. You know, and sometimes it snows in. Absolutely. Sometimes it snows gold in April. Do you know what I mean? That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, if Prince would have lived here, you know, he'd be, the song would be called "It Snows in April." Yeah, you know, because yeah. it snows in April <laughs> yeah. in Stockholm. You know, he might write a song called sometimes it snows in june yeah, yeah. you know because that happens too um <laughs> that's good but no but it's just it's a it's a blessing marcus and if i feel if i if i sound a little uh uh 
up in the air, it's because like we, he's nine days now. Yeah. And that's nine days of like not having slept the whole night. Yeah. You know what that's like. Mm -hmm. In uh, it. Like he's in up. It. <laughs> uh, and it seems you asked me how, how our oldest child, our daughter, Maxime, is doing. And uh, she's doing well. She's excited. But also, I noticed she's kind of gone back to the to a baby stage. She talks a lot in a baby voice. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, drama around, around small things. She's also right on the cusp of turning four. Mm -hmm. So it's like, wow, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's really a handful, mm -hmm. uh, I'll say, you know. We have this book, so Hussain. We have this book, How to Become a Big Brother, right? And that mm -hmm. book is really good because it goes through all the different, you have to fill in, I'm a big brother, I'm a big sister. How do you feel about it? Do you love it? Do you not like it? Are you mixed emotions? And science says to me, sometimes there's mixed emotions about it, right? So I think, you know, even these things are really good yeah. to talk about. I'm like, what was your mix? Yeah. Feelings. And, and oh, it could be not seeing mommy as much or stuff like that. Or Martin, exactly. you know, exactly. and I just love, we, 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 we don't read it every, every night, but we, we read it a lot. And it's just so many good things. And my favorite mm. part about the book is that you have to fill in it. We have to fill it in, or he has to fill it in, you know, which is really great. Yeah, exactly. So it, it 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 gets you guys to talking about yeah. it, which I think is the main thing. Yeah. You know. Yep. Yeah. And I guess that's one of the blessings. I mean, Zion is. Let's see here. He's six, right? So or no, is he turning. He's, he's going to turn six in July. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's turning six. Maxie's turning four. Mm -hmm. It's also that we have kids that are old enough that you actually can speak to them about it. Like, yes. how are you feeling? And then, and I understand that, like. For a while now, mom is kind of out of the picture. Mm. Like she's busy taking care of mm -hmm. little brother, and he needs, you know, he needs her to 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 eat and and just to survive. Mm -hmm. But a beautiful part of that is that Maxie and I are kind of like the yeah. breakaway team, yeah. you know. Yeah. So we're out in the park. We're at the playgrounds. We're going on missions. Mm -hmm. Go, you know, he was three weeks early, so we we hadn't gotten everything in order. Had to go get the baby crib for him, the little changing table, all this stuff that she was along for, um, which is a nice thing. And, you know, I like the feeling of that there, there are more of us now. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. it's 50 percent, 50 percent kids, 50 percent adults in the family. And there's like there's four. We're starting to become a little gang. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I love it. Try. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah. That idea, like, you know, me and Zion, we got to do our thing, right? Because, you know, especially on the weekend when he doesn't have school. So like he, he wants to get out. He wants to be with other kids. And we have a bunch yeah. of great playgrounds, actually, in Morningside and, and some really good playgrounds there, right? 
but yeah, it's not too far to Central Park. No, all, know, like, all of that. Yeah. But but what I love about Morningside, mm -hmm. it's it's more of a Harlem tribes. So I know the neighbors, I know their neighbors' kids, and all that stuff. But mm -hmm. it's fascinating. Mm -hmm. One thing that I do see, I think there's too many parents on the playground. You know, I'm like the type of parent. Yeah, like, yeah. I just want to watch and sit back and whatever happens. I mm -hmm. want to be the last yeah. person going in when stuff happens. And, mm -hmm. you know, one kid can't even like fall off a slide until there are like five parents on top of it. And it's yeah. like, it's like, no, it's too much. I have no <laughs> recollection. I don't remember anything of any parents being at my playground. If you I don't even remember being exactly. I don't remember my parents being at the playground None. with me at any point in my life. None. None. We you had know. a whistle. My mom had a whistle to or either you know if my sister didn't bring me back to dinner you know she whistled me and i could be up in the woods yeah, i could be anywhere like a ref. yeah exactly like a re yeah. like a ref yeah, yeah. and and you, you could get a red card too oh, i'm sure it happened like, no problem fact, and fact. you probably got a couple but like <laughs> you i probably like, got a couple kind of little thing happened at the playground on sunday and it was like three mm. parents involved getting upset at each other and i'm like the kid is four five right and he got mm, yelling mm. parents i'm like this is not how are you going to resolve this? And it was like too no. many parents involved, you know, too much. That's the th that's the thing. Like, I'll be honest, you know, it's it's a fine line between that helicopter parent, yeah. like who's always behind the kid when the kid is on the jungle gym. I'll be yeah. honest, I've been that, you know, I've been that dad of uh, trailing behind my daughter, sure. like, oh, 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 don't fall, yeah. don't fall. And but at the same time, realizing that, you know, one of the things that I feel that I really want to instill in her and also now in my, in, in my uh, newborn child as he grows up is, is grit, mm -hmm. you know, grit and like, uh, 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 so like you, like a reliance in her own and his own like power that they can actually do things like that go-getterism kind of, mm -hmm. uh, that if you want something, then if you want it enough, you will go out and you'll, you'll do your best to try to attain it, you know? Seems like you're going and, to summer uh, in New York and have a little play playground, a little backyard back up here because, you know, grit, <laughs> it, it's all about grit for New York yeah, kids yeah, at the playground. I know, I know, man. You know, drop them off, drop them off, drop them off. <laughs> That's it. Yo, I'm, I look forward to it. I mean, we had a nice moment there when yeah. I came by, uh, came by your house a couple of weeks ago. I got to say hi to baby Grace. Um uh, and then you and Zion were off to the park because he's like, Audi. yeah, he need to jump on his yeah. bike and, and like do stuff. They have all this energy, man. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I like to think that I'm in good shape, but but like I, I can't keep up like not a whole day, mm, you know, mm, mm. not a whole day of like running. And it's like, mm. again, dad, again, again, <laughs> again, <laughs> you know, um, but it, it's a beautiful thing, Marcus. Oh, I, like one part of me, I was thinking about it now. I was thinking about it now because I was just, uh, that's why I was late coming into the recording, uh, cooking for, for the family. And, you know, one part of me, I could just get into spending like these next two years just like cooking, taking care of the kids, being with them, playing with them. Um, you know, and that that's, I, I think that's a really nice feeling. Beautiful. At the same time, I have to balance that out with, yeah. with the work that we do yeah. and, and create because I think that's also good for them. But speaking of, I don't know. I speaking yeah. of, we take, we haven't recorded in a minute, and this is what goes down. Mm. Jason, you mm. and I go off air, and this is what goes down. Mm. 
a new nuisance at the su- Supreme Court, right? Boom, boom, yep. ba-doom, yep. Ketanji, right? KBJ, yeah. Ketanji's Just in like the that. house. Boom. Yep. Yep. All right. KBJ, man. The slap, right? The slap. <laughs> that happened. Oh, man. Right? Yeah, yeah, that happened. That happened. And then, of course, Sweden is not going to the World Cup. You know, so obviously, no, on the, I didn't know. No, Sweden is not going to the I World Cup. Know. No, lost in the last last oh. match. So out of, out of all, that of the, means that that last one for Slatan, it, it had to have been definitely. Right? But there's a new generation mm-hmm. coming, and maybe we have to go through this mm-hmm. in order to go to the next one. But the World Cup is in uh, this year. It's going to be in Qatar, Qatar right? in, in December, mm-hmm. which the World Cup has never been in uh, in around Christmas time and the holidays. That's so weird yeah. because of the weather. Because that's the only time where mm-hmm. it's actually probably it's, it's, a little bit cooler, but it's still not going to be cool. Yeah, it's not going to be. It's not going to be cold. But, but I yeah. just felt like, wow, we have a lot to talk about, right? First, baby <laughs> birdie, Prince Nelson. You know, yep. boom, yep. just like that, coming out three weeks early. We're two for two, Marcus. Yeah. You have yeah. two kids yeah. now, and I have two kids now. Like already, it's like twenty twenty two. Two, two. Yeah, two, two. I'm, you know, basically for me, this year is already, you know, yeah. knock on wood. This year is already like, it's it's historic Started already. Good. And then, and then, so. You, yeah, so should we dive? Dive, I mean, jump you in, know, pick I, one. Everything, is be, everything that like needs to be said and maybe should be said about the slap has been said. I, I, I don't even know where to go. I like, I, Will Smith has also this like, He's always had this like very like good, like decent, just this decent aura, fun loving, always positive. Really, I would say after having seen him in King Richard was the first time that I really was like, okay, homeboy's taking us like it was seriously uh, his his um, his work in that film was really like he took it to the next level with his mm-hmm. acting. And I felt he really, he did a really uh, dope job in that in that film, but I don't know, man. That's like mm. it is. You know, there's something behind this. Yeah. He wasn't. Yeah, 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 there, yeah. There was something behind it. He def. I mean, needless to say, he wasn't already wasn't having a good day. No, you. And I don't know what's going on in his family, but like Chris Rock makes a joke, and you're gonna bug out. Like it's Chris Rock, man. Yeah. Like what the? Well, <laughs> like, I, what the? I would fuck? say a couple of things around there. First of all. Big shout out to Chris Rock, man. That, if you mm, want to see yeah. professionalism, Yo. how to keep the show, show moving, I just think Chris Rock just like set up. Like he got like boom. one of the hardest slaps that I've ever seen mm. anyone receive and just turned and was like, wow. Mm-hmm. And like just kept talking. No, it's incredible. <laughs> it's too early, but I think people yeah. are actually going to look back at that and be like, Oh my God, when people say the show must go on, that's probably one Mm. of the prime examples you will ever see. And obviously Chris Mm. knew, Rock knew we're in front of a billion people or whatever it might be, right? So he's like, I'm not stopping this. This is not going to, so I thought that was, and it's been kind of under, I feel the whole thing had been under talked about, something that's been exposed so much. Again, how did Chris Rock feel? Like that for me, Mm, everybody went to my will. I'm like, dude, like, how does Chris Rock feel? And it, it's mm, it's mm. it's really fascinating nice. how media pops like that. It's like he could have just also just walked out or done something else, but he didn't. He didn't punch back. He no, didn't walk no. off. He it wasn't on him. No. I mean, in no no time during the show was it on him. Mm-hmm. But it's really on. Uh, I know, like this going to be like yeah. at 
high school graduations or other places where we're not going to see it filmed, all of a sudden the slap's going to be some way of expression that now you can actually go out and just interfere. So I think that that, that is my take on this. It's like as two black men, there are both icons in their own right. There could have been... Hmm. 50 different ways how Will Smith could have handled that differently. Oh, also on a oh, personal and, note. And like mature, classy way, you know. I just saw him. Uh, also, I saw him a week before. Also, I mean. I saw him a week before here in New York. Really? Yeah. I was, okay. uh, it was a big, it was a big award season. I was giving out in a, a film award and he got best actor. So I went up, spoke to him. I spoke to him and Spike Lee. And I said, to congratulations. I know you're going to get the Oscars this year. And I talked to Questlove. Same thing, right? So it's a really good moment. But even there, you could tell he's on that Oscar award season where he's super, he had to talk to everybody. He, you know, was chipping for air because everybody wanted to talk to him, of course. So mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. made sure, like, peace, congrats. And I was out, but I was I mean, watching it. You know, I think it's all of these things that he's been so commercial over the years, right? And I feel like mm-hmm. he is, you know, maybe the Muhammad Ali role was similar, but. He's not really Yeah, been, but I don't feel that didn't come off in the same no, way. No, but in terms Let's of be honest, in terms you know. of uh space, that's a similar space. Like yeah, he's going for yeah, something. Yeah. And I do think he's achieved everything else but this. I do think that whole Oscar mm. route, being the last award, being on this train, because award seasons really it starts in December and they're on every week. They're on something, right? They're nominated mm, and they mm. get there. And it's a whole, it's a whole mm. Not give an excuse, yeah, but, I mean, that, but I do think he's been on that, that route, No, you know? there, I mean, it is inexcusable, like his behavior. And that's already been said mm-hmm. by way more eloquent voices. But um, there is like that um, a conversation that we've had before. And of course, that that a lot of us have had around Kanye West, for example. And that's, you know, you can have uh, uh, maybe a certain amount of mental unhealth or mental... Um, uh, issues going into your career, but s- what does celebrity do with with you from that perspective of the pressure that an individual themselves places on them, and then also the expectations of everyone around them, the the performance aspect of constantly performing. Uh, if it's not, you know in front of people it's you're in front of people in social media and then add to the mix being a black celebrity mm-hmm. uh and especially in the united states and and you know and this is i'm sure been true for you know all of the past decades as well but still to this day it, it's it's a it's a special space to hold i'm sure i mean i you know you you have a taste of that you you know you you're a very well-known person in the United States and you're a black man. Um, and I can't imagine, you know, I hold some of that, but here in Sweden, but it's it's very, very different in Sweden, as you know, Marcus. Like I'm still, yeah, I shop at the grocery store like everyone else. I'm on my bike. I'm, you know, in Stockholm, um, people kind of keep their distance. They look and stare, but they, they very rarely come up. In Malmo, where I used to live in the <laughs> south of Sweden, like people are in your face about it, man. <laughs> I, I had an eight-year-old kid. I had an eight-year-old kid yell at me oh, once. Good, I good, biked good. by on on this old bike. <laughs> level and he's up, like, level up. Timbuktu, what fun y'all do? Pull circle, You know, basically like Timbuktu. Why the fuck are you are you on a bike? You, you look like a fucking bum. You know, I'm supposed to be all like a rap star, and this kid sees me on a bike. He's like, this is not. 
You know, this is not fly. You're not balling. Yeah. But that's Malmo. Like people will step to you. Yeah. You know, they don't like the latest song you released. Oh. They're like, yo, what the hell is up? They'll come up to you and talk to you about it in your face. Like I could be sitting with my family eating dinner and people come up and so, like want to have like, you know. You know what I mean? So it's more like Harlem in that aspect. I love it. Uh, where I Stockholm it. is like very, yeah. very distant. Like nobody will say anything. I'll feel people like yeah. staring. Yeah. Which in a way almost is worse. I had to step to one guy because I was at a restaurant with my whole family the other day. First time we took little brother to a restaurant. And this kid, maybe 18, uh, I see him take a picture oh, of me. No. You know, uh, while I'm putting my... No. Uh, uh, my little baby on, down, you know, his little car seat. And he was sitting with his grandparents and his two siblings. And I'm like, yeah, you know, how did the picture turn out? He's like, oh, yeah, it was good. It's okay. And I'm like, you know, you, you just ask before you take a picture. It's mm -hmm. fine. You know, you just ask mm -hmm. me, show me that respect. We'll take a picture. No problem. Mm -hmm. Nobody snapping shots at me when, you know, when I'm with my family. Too. No. Yeah, no, it's disrespectful. Mm -hmm. So, but these are like minor things mm -hmm. compared to like the Kanye's and Will Smith's and, and Beyonce's and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Oprah's of the world. What they, you know, when you're on that kind well, of... Well, I will tell you about a celebrity a, a that I... godly level. Like, gonna, like when we grew up in the 80s, like the, like Michael Jackson, Prince and Madonna, the three like gods of pop music. And they were all like super weird. They dressed in clothes that like no normal person wore. Looked super cool, but no, like, you know, we tried, but you couldn't get to no, their level. No. And they all had these, like, they all did these, like, weird, strange things. I think in some sense, celebrity and insanity or, like, genius and insanity, brilliance and insanity, it goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I mean, we always look at celebrities for abnormal, right? But, you know, obviously in brilliance. And obviously, that takes a certain spark that is obviously doesn't come out of normalcy. It has a completely different uh, vibe and thought process to it. Listen, speaking of a celebrity that did not disappoint, that I had the pleasure to, <laughs> to meet and cook for last week, as yeah. well as a big week, was actually yeah. Mrs. Madam Vice President Kamala Harris. Woo! So wow, I was in D.C., man. did a big dinner and had a chance to meet mm. her. And... Uh, the, um, and you cooked as well? Yeah, we did a big dinner for about three. Okay, people. so tell me about what you cooked. What was uh, the main The course? dinner is, is in the National Gallery in Washington, D.C., and it's actually the opening to an exhibit that celebrates the diaspora of Africa. So, West Africa, mm. Brazil, and African American mm. experience, art from these uh, three corners of the world. And so, the food uh, had everything from Fonio, from Mafes, with a lot of different things. Mm, that mm. really stemmed so out. So you made some mafia. Yeah, yeah. So we made, and it was all really right, also right. celebrating Brazil, West Africa. Some feijoada, yeah, maybe, exactly. you know, yeah, uh, yeah. But for me, the highlight of the evening was not only to miss uh, Madam Vice President, but also in these difficult times, creativity and culture don't stop, right? See a room filled of majority African-Americans and people from Brazil and a, you know, 400 guests still during the pandemic because they, you know, they fundraised for this, they kept going during the pandemic and made mm. an effort to put this incredible um, exhibit on and people's going to come and see mm. it. So culture can't mm. stop, you know, and, and it was, a, it was, this week was a lot of that. I did the opening of Jean-Michel Basquiat's opening here in New York. 
Okay, that I want to talk about. Yo, so, like, first of all, I've been trying to find out how long the exhibit is going to... I know it went up like April 7th or something like it, that. It started on Monday. And yeah. how long is it hanging? It's, uh, it's going to... Because I need to see no, it. It's, King Pleasure. Yeah, it's going to be... The Basquiat exhibit will be uh, throughout the end of the year. And then... Oof. Okay. Yeah, you'll see it. And then it will go to yeah, LA. Okay, and then I Miami. definitely need to see that. It was yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of new work. And it was really kept by the family... And his sisters mm. are now really the ones that are uh, a partner with different foundations to 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 get this work out. The exhibit was incredible. Uh, uh, mm. You know, mm. as you know, Jean Michel Basquiat is a huge sort of icon of mine. Somebody that I've always uh, been inspired by, and uh, to be part of, you know, we did the food and all of that stuff was just a small wow. part of it. But it was just, you know, like this is what I love about big cities, right? So the Basquiat mm. exhibit, again, was planned during the pandemic, but it don't stop. You know what I mean? And no, this is no. the only way. I mean, you... Oh, what is it we need in a crisis? Yeah. We, that, that It's culture is... Absolutely. The, the, it's what makes us human. Beca um, because we're so... The, the, the whole world right now is so polarized, right? So the only way to get together is through food, is through music, is through art, and really and see The only that chance fact. to depolarize or to build bridges mm -hmm. is, is nine times out of ten going to be... Via culture, yeah. via music, um, via theater, poetry, via writing, film, TV. And, you know, I'll throw sports into that, definitely. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. You know, I'd, I'll be honest and say, like, you look at Europe today, the war in Ukraine, a neighboring country invading them. Also, you have like two neighboring countries, Hungary and Belarus, uh, that are uh, Ukraine's neighbors and they're not helping out. You know, actually quite the contrary. Belarus is actually helping the Russians and so forth. Like moving forward, uh, this is such, you know, war is such a, has been such a constant in Europe for thousands of years. And, and then we've had this period of peace after the Second World War that maybe now is coming to an end, you know, or has come to an end. But I do think that sports, and especially soccer, has had a really pacifying and kind of 
peacemaking uh, effect, I think, on European mm. countries. Mm. Like where where can we picture like Ukraine and Russia ever meeting again in an official kind of uh, a setting that's nonviolent? Wow. Football. Yeah. You know, that that's probably the only that's probably the first place where these two countries will ever meet again. Yeah. You know, wow. other than a negotiation table where they're trying mm. to hammer out a piece of a peace deal. But but other than that, you know. Mm -hmm. And, and it's probably going to be, you know, a hateful game. Yeah. You look at, for example, every time England and Argentina play football. Mm -hmm. I, I don't even know this much about football, but I know this. Because of the war in the Falklands, it's always like a super bitter contest uh, between the Brits and yeah. uh, a, between the English and, and the Argentines. There's a couple of more things that Maradona's hand of God doesn't help. Didn't help. No, yo, yo. No. Did you hear, Marcus, did you hear that, that the uh, shirt is actually, the shirt that he wore is going up for auction mm. i thought about you mm. when i heard about that oh my that. god it, yeah yeah i mean that hand of god uh did definitely <laughs> not help uh i i love armando so i you know i i'm very biased you know i would go with argentina mm. all mm. day every mm. day <laughs> uh yeah. although uh but uh, you know it, yeah, it, you speak about an unhinged guy oh I, I mean i could see maradona laying a slap down no oh like no doubt about it uh, the, the, the you know, maradona just, was the perfect imperfect human <laughs> that's what i would say yeah, yeah. the perfect total anti-hero <laughs> yeah. yeah perfect imperfect and human even even the way like his body shape is looks totally unathletic but the way the guy ran oh and how fast and technical he was it's, oh my god it's totally it's it's uncanny yeah yeah he lived hard and he lived uh, uh Rest in mm. peace, Diego, mm. Armando, uh, Maradona, and everything that you mm. gave us. Mm. I want to talk, follow peace. up a little bit on that on Europe, right? So, obviously, mm. Hungary had an uh, election. You know that. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a huge election going to go on in Europe soon. Now with France, uh, France, Macron against yeah. uh, Le Pen, and these things that kind of America looks at with one eye but really don't follow. These are not mm. a small event because you know if Le Pen flips to uh, France, then it's advantage Putin again. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and France Absolutely. is not a small country. It's a huge country in Europe. I would say England, uh, I would say Germany, England, and France are kind of like Absolutely. sort of the engines the, of the that. Western part. European yeah. superpowers. So, and the thing is, what a lot of people don't know that Vladimir Putin privately is the biggest donor to Front yeah, National. Of course. Um, which is Marine Le Pen's party. Yeah. And he is a friend of Marine Le Pen and Jean-Marie, her dad, was also a friend yeah. of him. And, so and then you have it's the threats keep coming, right? Today, actually, mm. both Sweden and Finland <coughs> got threatened uh, if if it's about to join NATO, right? So these aggressions are not just something that you read as a... For me, I don't read it just as a feed in my phone. You know what I mean? Like, these are... Actually. Yeah, not anymore. No, not not not, at, not anymore. Not, it's like you know, I used stuff. to kind of scoff at people who were like, "Oh, the Russians might come, the Russians mm. might come," but now I can't scoff at that anymore because that's what's actually happening right now in Ukraine. Yeah, and it, it, it's it's. Um, I think that all of this is because there's so much misinformation. No matter where you are. On this, it's it's so sad because we have technologies today, so you can just um, feed people. Like the fact that the majority of Russian people think that this war against Ukraine mm. is okay, mm. it's not. You know, it's not their fault per se. It's just the misinformation that is out there, right? So you can just overload mm. stuff. And, 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 but on the other hand, Marcus, you also have 
the exact opposite going on. That is that uh, uh, that um, a lot of people are finding out about the atrocities that are going on via Twitter, mm -hmm. via social media, and via you know apps like Signal and Telegram. Sure. Some Russians are actually able to find. So you have that. It's it's that push and pull. It's the good and yeah. the bad. No, absolutely. That comes with the the social media landscape. And also, I must say, um, their president, Zelensky, he's also really kind of masterfully using, um, you know, uh, uh, Zoom, um, social media sure. to get his and the Ukrainian people's narrative out. And it's really, I mean, he's got the majority of the world behind him mm -hmm. because he's been really good about spreading that message. Yeah, and go back so, to his roots of being an entertainer, right? He's a very he's a great communicator and he this is the time, this is his moment to step up and truly, mm. truly, truly communicate. But they, but there's one thing about that, Marcus. I mean, we both had uh one kid each going into this year and now we we have two kids uh each. And I'm thinking, you know, we're right at on the heels of of the pandemic. Uh, which is still going on. We don't know will it come back this winter, which was the biggest crisis, hands down, of yours and mine and our whole generation's lives. And then on the heels of that crisis, you have the war in Ukraine. You, and, and you have multiple wars going on at the mm -hmm. same time in Ethiopia, uh, in Yemen, in, Yemen, uh, in Sudan, mm -hmm. uh, in Burma, um, you know, in so many places of the world, armed strife. And I wonder if crises will be the new normal or, or these like huge uh, uh, tragedies and crises will be the new normal that our kids grow up with and into a world of this. Whereas we kind of, you know, grew up in what must be considered one of the most peaceful times in, in all of human history. Because there's one crisis that we know we're heading towards that is unavoidable. We don't know how it's going to play out, when or where. We just know that the climate crisis is real. It's going to affect us all in one way or the other. Um, and there's, there's no escaping it. And all our efforts are being spent dealing with, you know, um, <laughs> dealing with kind of minor beefs compared to mm -hmm. uh, the ch the huge challenge that lays I, ahead, I, and that's what scares me a bit about what our kids are. You know, what world they're going to grow up into. I don't think there is. I think a little bit opposite. I think that one of the reasons why we're thinking about this war so much is because it is. Let's be honest, because it's in Europe, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, I would argue that it's probably been approximately if you take 30 year the same amount of wars going on throughout the world uh mm. if you just lay out 30 years like a 40 year slap right you just lay it out mm. but as media is attention's going to be more on america and europe right mm. so mm. you know i think that yeah but 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 still if you look at it marcus i mean it's still like i would say the 70s and 80s of course, there were wars, Vietnam, Afghanistan, uh, Iran, Iraq, uh, and probably several others that I'm not mentioning, but relatively speaking, mm -mm. a few very peaceful decades. No. 
I don't agree with that at all. I, no, I think, you don't think so? No, okay. I just think how they were communicated was underreported and where they were, you know, during those times, mm. uh, you know, Russia went into Afghanistan, you know, during that time, mm. Africa was decolonizing, which then led to tons of different minor wars back and forth, right? So I, mm -hmm. for me, it's like, I don't have the the, the number to this, right? But, but I would argue mm -hmm. that because pre-internet, how something was communicated it's very very different than today right we can literally mm, if you turn mm -hmm. uh, an app on you can literally be in kiev at this moment watch minute by minute we've never had access to information this way so i think that mm. what this does though is highlighting something and i don't think that's necessarily i think that's really important for us that people are more aware of it so we don't get into this false sense of reality that hey that's just internet noise. Uh, this shows that uh, when Putin says something, do something, believe him, fundamentally believe mm, him because mm, he doesn't care mm, if he starves mm. his, his uh, population in Russia. He's much more interested in growing the Soviet uh, border and go down as the biggest empire of that homeboy, time. Homeboy, you know? uh, I mean, homeboy risked nuclear meltdowns yeah. as several uh, nuclear power plants by, by you know, shelling them and, and mm. cutting off the electricity. I, he obviously doesn't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, and you're right. I mean, it is when it's really at your doorstep then it, that it, uh, you know, because we talk about, oh, uh, you know, the apocalypse is coming or the end of the world. But if you ask somebody who comes from Aleppo or Homs, uh, you know, in Syria, they'll say, oh, you know, our world ended, you know, six years ago. Mm -hmm. Or somebody who's from sure. Mogadishu, sure. you know, who'll say, might say the same thing. Or somebody yeah. from Baghdad or somebody from Kandahar, mm -hmm. you know, might say, oh, you, you're worried about the world coming to an end? Yeah. Well, my world came to an end, you know, a couple of years back. I was one of the few to survive. So it it you always have that relativity going on, and it's also um, like think about COVID, right? How COVID is impacted mm -hmm. in Africa, and COVID is impacted in the West, right? Because you have so many other malaria, HIV, you have so many other things in and day to day living in Africa, sub-Saharan Africa. Mm -hmm. COVID is a topic, but I don't even know if it's top ten, right? Because no, you have no, no, so no. many Your other crisis things. resilience yeah. is is way higher than so, it is in Western Europe, and that's know. why you can have underreporting. That's why you can have all of this stuff because it just hits a community very, very, very different than yeah. uh, it does, you know, in in the West. So I just think that uh, you know, this is we're in a new era, and um, this is like like Malcolm says, you know, it will be televised. It's actually it is televised right As now. As Gil Scott, hell yeah, yeah. And but let me flip the script on you, Marcus. It's spring, which means a whole new season of produce. Yes. Like, what are you cooking? Oh my god, these days? that's a what are you? What are you? Where are you looking for oh inspiration? My god. I'm now? so happy you did that <laughs> because this yeah. is also about joy and being excited. Mm. And we're opening our new restaurant now, five months out, maybe I would say. So wow, I'm in the Okay, so it's a 22 open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fall, uh, late, right, late summer. Right, all right, all right. So what happens for mm -hmm. me, four or five months out, I'm really narrowing this mm -hmm. down now. I'm cooking dishes. And I was in the South this week, so I was cooking with pickled peanuts, for example, stuff like that, that Ooh, you don't have yeah, yeah. up uh -huh. north, for example. Boiled peanuts. Boiled peanuts. Mm -hmm. so we, for example, we boil them, mm -hmm. then we pickle them. Uh, you know, I'm 
I'm really. Are you putting some rice dishes on the menu? Bro I mean, broken rice will definitely be on the menu. Broken rice. Dope, dope. Did a mm -hmm. did a rice salad with that actually with collard greens and a lots of lime and acid and we toast the rice, mm. brown it, and then we blend it so it becomes a powder and fold that into pickled mm. collard greens. Mm. So so mm. spring gives you ramps. Eventually, it's going to give us rhubarb, uh, spring onions, beautiful mushrooms, and so on. So as a chef. It is super exciting time, both because it's spring, but also because we, the whole team, we're we're doing pop ups all over, just to really yeah, focus. trying out the stuff, yeah. right? Trying the dishes, just out. like you, right before you go on tour, right? You're trying out stuff. We're a stand up comedian, right? To find smaller rooms mm -hmm. to See, try. How is this material yeah. going to work? Yeah, and that's really so I have notes. And what are you feeling? Like, what are you? Are you drawing? Uh, uh, inspiration from across the board with your new restaurant. I mean, Red Rooster. Mm. I always used as that as an example <clears throat> of you know, uh, uh, W. E. B. Du Bois talked about the 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 duality of yes. African Americans. Right. Uh, on one hand, you're American. On the other hand, you're black, and that duality. And I always talk about the tripleness mm. of of my brother Marcus Samuelson because you somehow. Or you in a masterful way, I must say, like no one other that I know, weave in Ethiopia, mm. Sweden, and the United States and Harlem into like your dishes. And perfect example of that, for example, is that you had as a starter on uh, on the menu a few years mm. back at Rooster. It was um, uh, Berber Gravlax. Injera. Yeah. I think it was Injera with uh, with Gravlax. Yeah. Uh, at some point, uh, and I was just like, and then serving it in yeah. Harlem. So it's Ethiopia. It's something super Swedish, served in Harlem. Mm -hmm. You know, um, yeah. I mean, definitely our narrative in my narrative will definitely be there. I I think a lot about seafood in this restaurant. So it's kind of coming back mm -hmm. to that living, big grown up in a near the water, but then also around sustainability. What does that look like now, uh, and how do we make that delicious and joyful? Mm. Right. So. So uh, Derek Adams, uh, incredible, incredible uh, painter that you know, you know his work. Mm. Uh, he's also mm -hmm. uh, designing the place with me. So we're working a lot about symbolism in terms of colors and patterns, but then also uh, just the food. Like I'm, I'm really narrowing mm. down mm. on it, and I'm having I'm having a great time uh, doing it, which is so important, right? When you go in to do a big pr lift like this, you got to enjoy the process. You have to enjoy the process. Absolutely. You know? if, if you don't put joy into it, then how are we going to enjoy, you know, the fruits of it mm -hmm. once it opens? And, and I, I really look forward to I, it. I love, I love that you brought that up because I actually think <clears throat> in times like this, when it is hard putting on the news, when it is difficult <clears throat> to see, you know, we're just coming out of COVID and <clears throat> it might be another wave or, or might, we can almost say that's going to be another wave, right? So it's really, really important to find your joy in your everyday. <clears throat> Right, like, and that's something that you and I are so blessed that we have our creativity, right? Because when stuff is mundane or everyone's gonna have difficult days, we can go back. You can go back to your bars. I'm gonna go back and write my food, and I feel joy mm. right away as I'm, you know, as I'm doing. I actually change, like my eyes lit up, and I get go in. You know, I get very excited. <laughs> that's when you're in your element, mm. brother. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I, I think that's a perfect and the best way to end this talk yes. is, uh, you know, find that joy. Uh, I know you find it in, in, you know, little baby Grace and Zion and Maya and as I do with my family, but also in the work that we do. 
2022. Boom. And I just want to give a very special shout out <laughs> to Bird, Little Bird, Prince, mm -hmm. Nelson, whatever we're going to call him, Solomon, whatever, whatever we're we going to call him. Yep. Welcome yep. to the world with joy. You're a Thank blessing you, and you're going to have a lot of aunts and uncles looking out for you. Peace. There you go. There you go. Peace. What do you think about this episode? We want to hear from you. Let us know at thismomentpodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram at thismomentpodcast. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.